everyone. This is Dr. Ishikana Zain. This is my very first podcast. I hope you will like it. I am a dental surgeon and as well as a lecturer. So, I'm going to try to give you some idea about patient evolution, diagnosis and treatment planning in my very first episode. Stay tuned with me. So, the introduction, what is diagnosis? Diagnosis is defined as utilization of scientific knowledge for identifying a diseased process and to differentiate it from other disease process. In other words, literal meaning of diagnosis is determination and judgment of variations from the normal. It is the procedure of expecting a patient recognizing that he or she has a problem, determining the cause of problem and developing a treatment plan which would solve the problem. There are various diagnostic tools and diagnosis. Out of all this, art of listening is most important. It also establishes patient-doctor relationship, understanding and trust. Patient evolution. Diagnostic process actually consists of four steps. First step is assemble all the available facts gathered from cheap complaints, medical and dental history, diagnostic tests, investigations, etc. In the second step, we analyze and interpret the assembles assembled clues to reach the tentative and professional diagnosis. The third step is make differential diagnosis of all possible diseases which are consist with signs, symptoms and test results gathered. And the fourth step is select the closest and possible choice. These are the fourth, fourth type of step. Uh, that we use. After that, case history is very important that we take from the patient, ask the patient gently and the process that how we get the information are as follows. The purpose of case history is to discover whether patient has any general or local condition that might alter the normal course of treatment. As with all course of treatment, all comprehensive medical and previous dental history should be recorded. In addition, a description of the patient's symptoms in his own words should be noted. Chief Complaint it consists of information which promoted patient to visit a clinician. Symptoms are phenomenon or signs of deviation from normal and are identitative of illness. It should be recorded in patient's own words. 
after that we need to check the history of patient's illness once the patient completes information about his or her chief complaint a report is made which provides provides more descriptive analysis about his initial information it should include uh, signs and symptoms duration of pain revealing and other factors like example of a type of questions that we ask the patients that how long have you had the pain do you, you know which tooth it is as because i am talking about the den- dentistry perspective that's why i'm asking the patients which tooth it is and the other question that we ask that what initiates pain and uh, how would you describe the pain the description is very important to diagnosis that disease process and the question that we would ask the patient is like quality the quality means the type of the pain is it dull sharp throbbing or constant then the localization of the pain is it localized or diffused or referred to radiating pain then the most important factor is duration duration of the pain is important and we should ask the patient how long does it last for seconds minutes hours or constant onset stimulation required or intermittent or spontaneous pain pain usually initiated by something and what is that we need to ask the patient and we should ask the patient by asking what initiate the pain cold heat palpation or percussion and the most important is also relieved how it does it relieved cold heat in medication or sleep etc after taking the general history we should go for the dental history this helps to know any previous dental experience and past restorations medical history clinician must be informed about any allergic reactions related to the patients for example if the patient is allergic to local anesthetic during dental treatment he or she may go in the state of anaphylactic shock allergic reactions may occur in the form of itching rashes swelling gingivitis ulcers etc then one important thing that we must ask the patient that is communicable disease right now we are facing a very very devastating disease that is covid-19 coronavirus disease 19 and that is why the communicable disease history is very much important that communicate disease from one patients to other patients or one patient to the doctor and then doctors via patient so communicable disease history is very much important since immunocompromised patients are more prone to suffer from various bacterial fungal and viral infections due to suppression of immune response they should be evaluated thoroughly 
clinician should seriously assess the condition of a patient because of in casing incidence of AIDS, hepatitis B and C so that proper measures can be taken. Systematic disease. Patients with valvular defects or heart murmurs are high risk for development of bacterial endocarditis after surgical and dental procedure. Therefore, prophylactic, prophylactic antibiotic coverage should be given to such patient before initiating dental treatment. Physiological changes associated with aging. Changing, changes in oral cavity occurring due to aging like example attrition, abrasion and wear of proximal surfaces. This attrition, abrasion, uh, this dental wears, we should discuss these things in any other episodes. I am promising you that. Uh, for today, we just know these things. Uh, that's it. Extrinsic staining then edematous gingiva diminished salivary flow or gingival recession social status of the patient this is very important as well social status of the patient is evaluated to know his attitude expectation priorities education and habits this helps in planning the line of the treatment according to expectation of the patient. So, the checklist for medical history. Sally and Carlson checklist. This is also named as. So, first of all, we should go accordingly ABCD. Like anemia, bleeding disorder, cardiorespiratory disorders, drug treatment and allergies, endocrine disease, fits and pains, gastrointestinal disease, hospital admission and attendance, infection, jaundice, kidney disease, likelihood of pregnancy or pregnant itself. Examination and diagnosis. Clinical diagnosis. It includes both extraoral and intraoral examination. Intraoral examination includes the examination of soft and hard tissue. Clinical examination that we do that is palpation, percussion, auscultation, and exploration. During intraoral examination, we should look at the following structures buccalar labial, alveolar mucosa, the hard and soft palate, the floor of the mouth and tongue, the retromolar region. The posterior pharyngeal wall and facial pillars, the salivary gland and orifices. After examining this, general dental state should be recorded, which includes oral hygiene status, prevalence of the caries missing to periodontal status, presence of any sinus tract, discolored tooth, tooth wear, and facets. Then we should palpate the salivary gland as well, palpation of temporomandibular joint, palpation of lymph node, intraoral palpation and other things. Percussion is done, uh, that is a 
very gross and very long procedure that general people would not understand but we just go through all these things after that we go through auscultation then exploration periodontal ablation that is how is gingiva how is the oral condition periodontal condition can be assisted by palpation percussion mobility of the teeth and probing uh, classification of mobility grade 1 that is slight or normal grade 2 horizontal tooth movement within the range of 1 millimeter grade 3 mobility more than 1 millimeter or more than more more than uh, one tooth can be depressed evaluation of carious lesion that is very important as well dental caries is diagnosed by following visual changes in tooth surface radiography transillumination and etc evolution of the restoration that is already in the intraoral cavity in the tooth radiograph radiograph is one of the most important tools in making a diagnosis without radiograph case selection diagnosis and treatment would be impossible as it helps in examination of oral structure that would otherwise be unseen by naked eyes there are many indications of an, a radiograph but uh, here I am uh, discussing about the advantages that establishing diagnosis determining the prognosis of tooth disclosing the present and extent of caries there are many things laboratory diagnosis or investigation most common laboratory diagnosis required are TLC DLC BTCT etc including HIV test occlusion examination that is important that is important for a dental surgeon pulp vitality test that is pulp is vital or non-vital and that we do by thermal test cold test heat test etc disadvantages falling conditions can give rise to wrong result in teeth with accurate alveolar abscess uh, sometimes it gives negative or positive results those are disadvantages I'm not going through deeper to it uh, just discussing the normal test that we do then the treatment planning the treatment planning mainly aims providing the relief from symptoms for example incision and drain of an abscess which severe pain and swelling endodontic treatment of a case of acute or irreversible pulpitis etc patient is advised home care habits and motivated for further treatment recall visits for patients can vary from patient to patient for example patients who are high risk for dental care should be examined more frequently than the patients at the low risk for dental caries treatment record 
all the activities from initial treatment plan to the final treatment plan that is examination diagnosis and final treatment should be maintained in form of record maintenance of the records also becomes a legal document in support of a particular action a dentist may take while rendering a treatment this record must be dated with the headings made chronologically thank you